Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode three of the Back Channel Podcast. Real cats tackle real issues real time. So as usual, your boy BMAMS here at Vanglorious13 on Twitter or IG. And I got my man G Mac. What's happening? That is so cool, man. Uh, a lot of stuff's happened since we've gotten on the pod from the last episode. And it's going to be some things that we have been really thinking about, talking about amongst you know our own small inner circles or whatever. And we're just going to go ahead and put this to uh, voice here. Um, a lot of stuff to unpack here, G. So we can just go ahead and just... We kind of visited this on the first pod, but... It's now come to a head. <laughs> it is, Boy, has it. <laughs> say what? I said, has it. Oh, yeah. But, but we but we touched on this before. We did. And it was speculation at that time. Well, speculation is over. So, COVID-19, a.k.a. Corona, a.k.a. the Rona, a.k.a. that Bobby Brown, a.k.a. that the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> has shown up it's made its presence felt in college football particularly but sports in general yep will we have a season GMAC will we have a college football season I'm still gonna say yeah bro like I know there's cases popping up I feel like they're gonna make some precautions make some adjustments but I really think in my heart of hearts, they're hoping it's kind of like chicken pox. You get it and it just goes away. I don't think, and what I've just noticed in general, you know, my career field and everything, when it comes to the Rona, people only think about themselves. Well, I don't care if I get it or I'll be all right. Or, you know, it's not as bad as they say, but I don't think they're considering how transferable it is and how it could be damaging to someone else that they pass it to. So I'm still going to go on a limb and say they're still going to find some way to manufacture a season because they need that revenue. They need that check. Okay. So, okay. You say it's going to be a season. Question. How many, game, how many games do you think we're going to get? We think we're going to get a full season to include playoffs and or will it start on time? I won't start on time. I think we'll still squeeze 10 games out of it. I believe all the time off they have for bowl games, you know, that stretch between Thanksgiving and New Year's, basically, the games might might stretch into that time frame enough to squeeze 10 in, but I think they'll do at least 10. Okay. So think we'll get about 10 games in you think it's going to be the start of, the start of the season will be delayed that's what sure I'm yes absolutely that's why i say it'll go into what we call bowl season it'll drag into that because it's not going to start on time i don't see how they can possibly start on time now okay now uh i'm just gonna throw this out there now Clemson had 23 staffers, or excuse me, 28 coaches, staffers, and players uh, test positive. All right. 
I think Georgia had about 11 or 13 or something like that. They had a few. Texas had 14. Yeah. LSU. LSU had 30. Wow. Okay. K-State had, I think, 14 or something like that. Mm-hmm. They had some too. Yeah. Okay. And FSU has had a couple. And um, so here is what I think. I don't think it starts on time. I think you get a couple of games because people are hard-headed and money rules. The day. I mean, it was, it was a reason why, why Wu-Tang made cream. Yes, sir. It's the reason. So I'm not going to sit up here and act as though that just because people want to go out there and make money and make revenue, that they're absolutely evil. But that being said, I think we'll get a couple of games. We'll get between two and six. And then it's a wrap. Absolutely. Major outbreak or what? Well, because here's the thing what I think people aren't considering. Thirty people from LSU got it. Thirteen or something like that from Georgia. Twenty some odd from Clemson. It is is now mid end of June, about to go in July. We don't know which players got it. Right. Okay. We don't know which coaches got it. What doesn't? What hasn't been kind of laid out, and I don't know this, and I could be, and I, I reserve the right to say that, I, hey, I'm wrong on this, but the right people may not have gotten it. Oh, yeah. Because I'm trying to tell you, let, what if ATN, Lawrence, uh, Justin Ross, um, well, he's out for the season. Yeah, he's but, out. Um, but then whomever, the, the backup, the backup mm-hmm. Cali quarterback, uh, DJ, whatever his name is, what if they didn't get it, but they get it week three. Right. Now, here's the other thing that what we don't know. Um, and I just saw something here um, online, and I'm not sure how accurate it is because let me be clear there's a lot of misinformation that is out there about the Rona absolutely and so I mean take this with a grain of salt because you're led to believe that once you get it you're good right yep okay well I, I saw something uh, a few days ago that said that after three or four months the people who got it those antibodies no longer show up oh yikes now Here's the other thing. And here's the elephant in the room. And I hate to mention this because I do not want to speak this into existence. What if one of these 18, 19, 20 year olds, it puts them down forever? Right. Or just even, you know, leaves them in bad shape. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's a big deal. That's. And here's the other thing, too. From what I understand, there's a there's a guy. Uh, I don't want to say his name because I want to get it wrong. But he's 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 
good dude, real good dude. I got a lot of respect for him because he's up in Savannah. Um, he's up in Savannah, Georgia, and he runs kind of like a little. Uh, he runs a camp for athletes in that area, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, a lot of football players. But he has some. He has some kids that are in collegiate sports, and uh, meaning his own kids. Right. And he's part. He he spoke on that there is like uh, a parent coalition group or whatever a parent a collegiate parents coalition group or or whatnot that they're kind of all talking in like hey they're, they're watching this so here when i say that i don't want to speak this into existence with the with one of the the kids or athletes you know getting in bad shape or heaven forbid uh passing as a result of it but do you think these parents are going to allow their kids to sign that waiver that that has to be there they have to ask that they have to put that out there sure and that waiver to say that university of miami isn't on the hook if you get rona (laughs) i can't see it man i cannot see it so i'm gonna ask you hypothetically you got a kid d1 athlete I don't care if he. I don't care if he's third string. Care if he's two star, three star, five star. And they say, okay, cool. We're gonna play this, but you gotta sign this, Gary Junior, G Mac Junior. You gotta sign this waiver right now that says that you that we're not liable if you get sick and something happens. What, Boy. What you telling you? What you telling G Mac Jr.? No, hell no, he's not signing. Okay, but you know, like I know, all parents aren't ideal, and depending on the situation, if the kid's got some potential to make some extra cash via profiting off his likeness and things like that, that they're talking about changing or getting fixed, there might be some folks that let it go. You know true true however okay let's say that's true let's say that's true and i believe that 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 will be the case you think mr mrs lawrence letting trevor sign that no 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 because trevor's he's in a different category well well, my thing is okay hold on you think justin field's parents are letting them sign that no same category Okay, hold on. Let's even go. Let's let's even go. Let's go. Let's go back. Who is who is probably your best prospect on 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 the U? That's not a quarter. That's not a quarter. Well, yeah, it's clearly not your quarterback. So <laughs> I'd probably say Russo, man, right now. Okay. Think mom and daddy Russo saying, dude, sign that. No, no. Okay. Because why aren't they why aren't they allowing their kids to sign? Because these kids still have potential to make it pro and make the big money. But you're looking at the second, third string guy who maybe he's gonna get to play now because Lawrence Russo, Justin Fields are sitting out. Yes. Like this is your time to shine, son. Yeah. You need to go ahead and play. Yeah. But here's the other thing with that 
So let's say me, you, and whomever, we're all in the room and we work for the same company and company said, hey, yo, y'all can get out here and make this dough. But we got to sign this waiver absolving us from any responsibility if something should happen to you. Now, I am, I'm the head, I'm the top flight, I'm the headline. And you, still good, aren't as well known as I, I am. Aren't, aren't as valued to the company as I am. And I look at that, I'm like, nah, I ain't signing that. I'm out. Pyrrhon. <laughs> You're like, you have, you're one of, you're A or B in the situation. You are A, like, cool. I'm about to do this. Or B, hold on. This dude got more to lose than me. Mm -hmm. And he sees something I don't see. Let me go holler at him real quick. Find out that, because I want to, I want to hear about this. Because it's something to say, oh, think about it. You know, you ain't the best dude. You ain't know you know you ain't the best employee. Right. Now the best employee voluntarily said, nah, I see I can see the forest for the trees now. Like I can see what's nah, I'm good. You just like, oh shoot, let's roll. Or are you like, mm, let me see if I, let me talk to him, make sure that I'm not missing something. Uh, yeah, I see that. And I, I think it's going to be 50-50, man. Yeah, I think we're, I think you're going to have some people that are going to fill in. I think the fill-ins, it's not, I don't think it's going to be really good football. No, I don't think so either. I don't think it's going to be really good football. And again, it's going to last two to six games or weeks. Yikes. It's going to last because... And, and lastly, here's a point, in my opinion. Football runs right in, right back into that flu season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't even talked about the fact that you're, mind you, in order for it to last two to six weeks, let alone the 10 games that you think are, is, could possibly happen. I haven't even talked about the fact that you're trying to get 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds to go to practice, go home. Come to practice, go home. Go to practice, go home. Right. <clears throat> nah, it's not happening. Not consistently anyway. Oh, and then when and then of course somebody Again, remember we told you, not everybody who needs to have gotten it right now has it. Right. And all it starts getting a little cooler. You're out there in that cold air, that cool yeah. air. Mm -hmm. People passing along on da da da. Now, Trevor Lawrence gets it. Right. And they having to travel and everything. Yeah. I get, again, I agree. They're going to try it because they have hitched their wagons to overspending. Yep. They have hitched their wagons to overspending. And, but it's not going to happen. And I already told you how I felt about college basketball. Right. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. 
you ain't gonna get you ain't gonna get one jump shot out of college basketball. Nothing. Even if the NBA successfully has these playoffs and finishes this season, gives them a blueprint. Nothing. Uh, first of all, NBA ain't happening. That's true. You said it ain't happening. No, NBA ain't happening. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Where are they talking about having these playoffs? Uh, Disney Magic Kingdom uh, in Orlando. Wonderful World of Disney or uh, Wide World of Sports. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Real quick question. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you two two chances. The first one don't count. Uh, name the state that just went over hundred thousand new coronavirus cases. <laughs> That's the home state, dog. But look, man, that's not gonna stop them from chasing the profit. They're gonna have the super lockdown. There'll be few employees. I'm not saying it's a good idea. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's gonna be what they want it to be but I, I I think they're pulling this trigger bro oh I know they're gonna want to I know they want to but you gotta remember hey, I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Dame Lillard I'm gonna give Dame Lillard like props for falling on his sword because he, he kind of he did it in a way so he didn't make him seem like a punk for a different reason Dame said, remember, do you remember what Dame was, had an issue with? Yeah, he said he didn't want to go, his team didn't have a chance to make it. Okay. Cool, cool. Dame said, I, you know, we ain't got a chance to make it. I don't even want to play. What's the risk? Now, here's the other thing. I'm going give, to give him credit. Do you remember who said, who was the first pl- player that said that, mm, I don't want to play with this? That's very true. No, do you remember who the first person was? No, it had to be him. No, 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 it was close, close to him. Wasn't him? Was it CJ? Yes. Wow. CJ was like, "Is this smart?" Now, fast forward to about two weeks ago. Which player? Which player said that? Bump that. I'm sitting this out. And they need to form our own league. Yeah, but I don't put no stock in anything that dude says. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. But what I'm telling you is it's being talked about. Is it though? It's or is it just him being a potty crybaby that he is? Okay, first of all, let's let's let the record show that you are one hundred and eighty six percent biased towards this individual, <laughs> the person that we call also right though. Ky- Kyrie Uncle Drew Irving. Cryery, but but you don't think that this is being talked about? I'm not saying I don't know. I just I don't put a lot of stock in what he says. And from what the what the word on the street is, he was all for this thing until they told him he couldn't come because he wasn't playing. Mm. So you take that with the fact that he thinks the earth is flat, and he has the leadership of my pinky toe, like. I don't know, man. I just, I don't put a lot of stock in anything that comes from that team. Sorry. I don't. All right. Okay. Well, that's a fair point. He does, he, he is a flat earther. So I, right. Uh, let, uh, what we'll, we'll petition the, the judge to strike that from the record that I even mentioned Kyrie Irving. But I think, I think it's been talked about, Gene. 
I think he's been talked about. And cats like Braun came out and was like, yo, let's play. And I'm looking at Braun like, like, you need to slow down. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's not like the NBA or even baseball. I feel like the NFL players are more happy with their ownership. Like, I don't see you mean them the NBA is more happy with their ownership. Right. I don't see them having a huge reason to want to start their own league. Like, they're they're getting theirs, bro. But they, like football, they're getting theirs. Okay. True, true. And let me clarify. I wasn't necessarily giving stock into the start the whole league thing. Okay. I was more or less, I'm sorry, I should clarify. I was talking about players. There's certain players like, I ain't really trying to do this. I think that's what I'm talking about being talked about. I'm sorry. Okay, I got you. That's what I'm saying is being talked about. There's not a doubt in my mind that let me tell you, I don't I don't know Kyrie. I don't really know much about Kyrie. But Kyrie strikes me as a as a cat that he's talked to enough people. He's hurt he's he's been bandied about by enough people. And he just jumped out there with him. Right. That's how he strikes me. Now, that for my own league stuff. I think that's a little bit more. I think, you know, when you start talking and it sounds good, you start feeling good, right. you just be right. going off, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really, like, you're not really doing that. You're not really doing that. Because you get sued. So, you're not, you're not doing that. Um, I just don't see, like, the NBA, like, this, man, are you, are you kidding me? You can play, the, you can play the NBA, you can play the NBA playoffs and, basically wherever the magic play no fans and they can't do nothing but go there go to the hotel and you're not really practicing like that you, you got, will, but, but you got to minimize contact though. well you can't yeah but you can't do that if you're going to play a real game you got to have real practice yeah I know here you that's what I'm saying like these are the things what I'm saying the logistics of this whole thing is absolutely here's what here's what you can't do and like I was talking I was talking to somebody yesterday and they said oh they're gonna play and they're gonna take every reasonable precaution imaginable then I said those two don't live on the same street no they don't you, you can't play and take every every reasonable precaution because you know imaginable because I imagine the most reasonable precaution is you social distance and you don't play. Yeah. So that's 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 where it is, man. Scary, man. Scary. I still think they're shooting the shot, though. They're shooting the shot. They're gonna give it a run. They're gonna do their best and hope it all goes well. Yeah, so um, hopefully uh, uh, D Sales is going to jump on here pretty soon, and um, and there's the next question: How all this affects recruiting? This is right in his wheelhouse. Oh, absolutely. And um, so we'll we'll talk we'll talk when he jumps on about that. But and we'll and we'll get 
get his kind of a nuanced uh, opinion on some of the conversation that we've had already because this is a topic that I absolutely am. I love it I think it's fascinating I mean I don't like the I don't like the necessarily the situation that we're in right but this stuff is this stuff is like I don't know because as a sports fan I I definitely want sports absolutely but as as a man just as a human and I'm just be honest I'm put it out there because we're gonna get into this next as a black human african-american this is very sensitive to me because the people who are out there uh, uh, catching touchdowns uh, dunking basketballs they look like you and I yes sir and, absolutely and then when you start throwing disproportionately affecting uh, considering the amount of african-americans in this country as it relates to uh, Caucasians in this country I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit I'm, I err on the side of caution I'm a little bit more conservative with I'm, I'm conservative with lives period but I'm right. definitely conservative like with young black lives because for some reason people tend to think that because you're 18 and with 6% body fat like you, you got vibranium <laughs> and like <laughs> I don't know how to tell y'all but that was a movie people <laughs> that, that was a movie people right so um, I, I mean any other thoughts G <sighs> uh, everybody's kind of scared no one wants to pull the trigger first I think uh, I feel like NBA's done the most planning I feel like of the two major, three major sports, baseball probably makes the most sense because they don't have to be so close. Uh, looks like they just got a labor agreement together, so maybe they're going to be the ones that jump out there first. Um, <clears throat> I just think the money talks, bro. College is going to give it a run and make work go out, go the way you said. NFL's definitely shooting their shot. They're 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 ZFG until it blows up. Um, and then. Uh, I think the NBA is going to give it a run too. Hopefully it comes out. I just hope everybody's safe, man. That's my number one. What I care about the most, as much as I'd like to see some sports, I'd prefer them to be safe and be smart. But um, I just think the revenue drive is too much for them to to lose without giving it a shot. So they're going to. Yeah, I, I, uh, I agree. But I will tell you this, and it's funny that I always kind of, I shouldn't say always, but lately I've been trying to, uh, in order to keep my head and keep your sanity, I've been looking at kind of, you know, corny as it may seem, but silver linings. Mm -hmm. And one of the silver linings that is coming out of this, I hope that these athletes, uh, professional and college, one silver lining out of this this Bobby Brown has shown you one thing has shown you one thing to be true and you need that is you need 
to save them game day checks. Yes, sir. Because there's a difference to negotiating from a position from a, a, a position of power versus a position of desperation. Absolutely. And anybody should know that as NFL players. Most definitely. And if you think about it, if you remember the uh, it was a collective bargaining agreement it was in the 90s. It was in the 90s, was it? Yeah, because that was when Spurs no, Spurs won theirs in 2003. No, 90, no they won one ninety nine. Yeah, the 99, that was a strike year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember Patrick Ewan said that was a famous, we make a lot but we spend a lot too. Right. And that sh- that right there should tell you that if anybody if you have any shot at making any 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 professional organization save your game day checks because if I guarantee you if the majority of the mid to lower tier players save their game day checks NFL be a whole different ballgame right now. Absolutely. And they can't get it together. So they can never strike. They can never have work stoppages because, like you said, they're negotiating from a position of desperation. <clears throat> yeah. So that's my one silver lining about about uh about COVID is is that this right here should be should be a lesson to these athletes. Professional or <laughs> I got air quotes, amateur. Uh, save them game day checks. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and I mean that both both professional amateur save your game day checks because we know amateurs you're getting game day checks. We know Absolutely. that, and you, as well as you should. Mm-hmm. Um, which segues into this. This Rona. This Bobby Brown then came through and turned recruiting upside down. For sure. Upside down. Because, I mean, it's this virtual. I mean, you got, uh, you, man, you got guys, and you got. Man, I can't even say you got schools, man, that are absolutely killing. Absolutely killing. And so I'm over here like, how? How? Like who who have you seen? Who have you seen that's that's killing it on a recruit trip? That's all that's man. I don't yeah. It's I mean you figure they've been recruiting the dudes for some time. Most of them the ones that are about to graduate, so they kind of already know what they're getting if they're not already committed. Um if they're not going and looking for the future though, if they're not gonna be able to go watch games and see them play, they're not gonna have any film. Ah. Uh, 
I don't even know how that works, man. You get the kids to do workouts individually on the field, videotape it and send the video. It, wow, whole new ball game, uncharted territory for everyone. If this keeps up, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. It's, it's. I I don't know, and I say this coming from a place where my squad FSU got its own set of issues, but this right here, I'm gonna tell you how this thing is impacted recruiting squads like mine who have to prove it on the field right this is going to murder us this is going to murder us because we can't get we can't get players to say to look at and say look see look how different we are from 2019 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely murder and well, we have another problem as FSU. We have another problem because we ain't paying enough money. We we just ain't we just ain't paying enough money to we ain't dropping enough the bags right. <laughs> that, that that's I mean I'm just being honest. And but but what do we say? These we tackle real issues, real time, real cats, right? So For sure. we're we're just not spending the money right now. So I but I can tell you who is spending money. Oh, it's a bunch of them. Oh, but there's one. <laughs> and I'm singing. <clears throat> Rocky Top, you yeah. always be home sweet home to me. They are spending money. <laughs> They're trying to get back on the in the on the map, man. Be relevant again. Man, they went eight and five last year. Eight and five. And lost to BYU and did they lose to Georgia State or somebody like that? I feel like they did. At home. Yeah, I really feel like they did. At home, I think back to back. But Pruitt, who I like for the record, I wish that they had hired Jeremy Pruitt after Jimbo left. Right. Um, but he, he turned it around. But I tell you what, that whole state of Tennessee is committed. They are dropping bags. <laughs> Georgia, Georgia been dropping bags. Of course, been dropping bags. Absolutely, like, like, yeah. It ain't even they when they hired when they hired Kirby Smart. Like, you can look at it back, and it seemed like there was a there was a cup full of like money just hanging out. Like, it was <laughs> like, yeah, I, you know, yeah. Take this, take this right here, and going over to. Uh, you know, Chris, Chris Jenkins, <laughs> go to go to his house because yeah, they need it. Go just going over there. They expecting this payment. Yeah, thanks. So Georgia dropped backs. LSU, let's be serious. Of course, dropped backs. Yes, absolutely dropped backs. Alabama, like Ben, Ben. Yeah. So we're we're good on it. Um, Texas A and M. Oh yeah, absolutely. Drop backs. I know this for a fact. Oh, me too. Because the last time we were dropping bags, Tallahassee was when the coach of Texas A now Texas A and M was Tallahassee. 
<laughs> so, and they've got tons of revenue, though. Uh, like, yeah, those because uh, just because I live in Texas, them A and M fans are fanatical, bro. Like fanatical. I'm like, y'all are awfully happy about a team that ain't never won shit ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> And here go the beauty of it, man. Here's the beauty of it. Still not going to win shit. No, exactly. <laughs> but I tell you what's interesting while we're on this topic real quick. Um, I think they have totally surpassed Texas as the better school in the state. Texas fans hate that shit. They absolutely hate it. And they're always trying to say, oh, they ran to the SEC. I'm like, what do you mean? Ran to, ran to the SEC? Like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. ran to Bama and LSU and Georgia to get away from y'all? Yeah, yeah. Like, see, that, that don't even make sense. Like, it doesn't. And on top of that, it was a great business move for AM. It really hurt the Big 12. And just to be a little pally, like, crybabies about it, Texas stopped scheduling it. It's like, that's the best in-state rivalry y'all have. Nobody cares about Texas Baylor, Texas, Texas Tech. Nobody cares about Texas TCU. TCU a little bit, but not really. Like, how y'all gonna cancel the biggest rivalry in the state? Over that, you still got your Longhorn. Your Longhorn Network's really what started. So you went and created your own bag, extra bag. And now A&M does what they gotta do to get their bag. And you, you now you mad about it? Like, you mad about it? Oh man, like I don't even understand. I don't even understand like why they did that either. I it, it's it's stupid. It reminds me a lot of the saying, the cliche, cut your nose off to spite your face. Yes, sir. Absolutely. It was it was it was a great move for for like uh, Texas AM to jump in there and do that. Clearly. Absolutely. It's like there's no way they wouldn't have. But I'm gonna tell you something now for Texas to the two Texas AM fans on earth outside of uh South Texas. I'm gonna tell you something and you're gonna call me crazy, but I'm gonna tell you this now. The first thing that opens up back east, your coach is gone. You think so? Oh, believe me. Coach is gone. Hmm. That coach is gone because I'm going to tell you what that coach is going to do. That coach got to get out of that division. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But when you look at the numbers, the commas and zeros. But, but look look at the bio. Look at the bio. He, they had to. They offered him a bunch of guaranteed money and a low buyout after like three, four years. Five years, I think. First thing that opened up? <laughs> He's I, out there. Oh, I can tell you, I can tell you this. I can tell you this. Let that Alabama job open up. Oh, that's a different story. Yeah. No, but, no, but hold on now. Alabama ain't gonna pay him 7.5 million a year. But it's Alabama. Well, I understand that. Okay. LSU opened up. That too. But what about South Carolina? No. What about? No. He ain't, he ain't gonna do that. Cause they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna pay that money. Exactly. So 
I can see him leaving for one of the top tiers. Like anybody would leave for those jobs. But it's going to have to be something like that to get him out of there. Well, no, I don't necessarily think so. I think you go to a place where you... I take that back. Take that back. The right SEC East squad, he goes. The right SEC squad, he goes. Because here's, what, here's what's not going to happen. Auburn, LSU, and Alabama ain't all going to hire bad coaches at the same time. True. And guarantee once Saban leaves, they going to get the pick of the litter. Rightfully so. They going to get the pick of the litter. And I'm trying to tell you, I already know which Alabama, which who Alabama, first, first scenario, Dabo. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. They they going they going off to that. And so let's say Saban leaves. Dabble takes over at Alabama. Clemson's open. It makes sense. Back SEC. Yeah, ACC, I can see that. And you get to stick it to the school. That wouldn't get wouldn't give you what like you didn't have a good relationship with either the boosters nor the administration. Correct. So, huh. so you get I Texas AM fans, you can call me crazy. You can think about that $75 million that he got 10 years, $75 million. I'm trying to tell you. That's what it is. So Having said that, I'm going to stop it right here because we have our special guest star, East Sales, is up in this piece. And this is a treat. I'm trying to tell you because this dude knows his college football. And welcome, East Sales. What's happening? My guys, what's going on? Listen, man, I'm sitting here just listening to you guys go back and forth on this Jimbo thing. So I was kind of uh, enjoying just being a spectator for now you know and you guys make some good points so hey man use this opportunity to uh to keep me on for a short time so y'all can get back to the important stuff man oh yes most definitely because what happened what this this kind of went to a sidebar it sure um, did. and we do this on the back channels but <laughs> um the, this really kind of happened as we were talking about recruiting. I'm not sure what part you came in, but we talked about uh, from the start. We talked about how um, how this Bobby Brown, aka COVID, Corona, Tenderona, uh, has has jumped on the scene and how it has really altered sports as we know it. I mean, but more importantly, we're talking about college football and. Just tell the people uh, details. We're not gonna we're gonna make our points again. We're just gonna ask you: Do you think there is a college football season? You know, I go back and forth, man, on this question. Uh, it seems like it seems like every other, almost every other hour, and and uh, that that might sound it might sound hyperbole. It might even sound trite. But honestly, man, I really go back and forth on this. Um, it gets to a point when you you start finally thinking, okay. They're doing some things to where we can actually see a season. You know, we'll, we'll get a season. And then you hear news of, of, you know, players, multiple players, dozens of players uh, 
you know, with this COVID-19. And then you're asking yourself, and realistically speaking, how are we going to do this? I mean, <laughs> you know, so I, and, and you guys know me. You guys know that I've been joking. And I think, Mims, you, you were kind of in the same boat. You know, we've been joking about, uh, you know, I think back in, in March. Yeah, this thing's going to it's going to play until Halloween. And, you know, no, nobody's going to go trick or treating. And it was kind of a half of a joke back then. But we're in the middle of June now. <laughs> and it seems like it's only getting worse and worse and worse. And that Halloween prediction, if you want to call it a prediction, that Halloween prediction is now starting to almost look reality and it's almost maybe even looking like a farce we might see it way past way past october so to, to original to answer your original question you know what will will there be a season do i see a season right now i'm i'm, I'm gonna be honest with you i'm scared to death man uh you know because college football is what so many people uh you know they look for they're, they're, they're ready for i mean you know the nba is already uh, kind of, you know, doing what it's doing, which is nothing right now. So uh, we're all kind of, we're, we're starving for sports. You've got, you know, you, you you've got some of the most hardcore urban dudes now, uh, uh, you know, chasing Bubba on the NASCAR scene. So I mean, this is what right. we, this is what we're doing right now. But when we talk when we talk about NC two A football, and and the the closer we get to August, you got to remember now, you know, we're we are we are less than than ninety or sixty days away from um, the start of what well, was supposed to be the start of the season. And it doesn't seem like it's getting any better. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm scared to death. Now, if it if there, we do see a season, if we have a season, I don't know if it's going to start first of September. Uh, maybe it can get pushed back to mid-September, late September. But because of the simple fact, and I'm trying to keep this brief, guys, but because of the simple fact that we have so many people, not not just in NC2A, but just in life in general, we have so many people who are so used to not having people tell them what to do. Because we have so many people who, you know, if you tell them, hey, stay at home, well, you can't tell me what to do. I'm a grown man. Hey, man, wear a mask when you're out. Who are you talking about? You wear a mask, you know, and then you get that that, that excuse, you know, it, it violates my rights. Uh, that's that's a real it's an entitled uh, it's an entitled opinion you know and there's gonna be some people who's mad at me saying that but it is it's an entitled opinion bottom line is because people are so uh, so all about you can't tell me what to do it's gonna ultimately result in pushing back a lot of things and I fear that NC2A football is gonna be uh, one of those things so um, I hope I'm wrong I really really hope I'm wrong but Man, I mean, we're in the middle of June, man, and nothing seems to <laughs> nothing seems to get any better. And 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 I don't know, I don't know. Um, you know, maybe I should turn that over to you guys because uh, you know you might have. I'm sure you have some opinions about it as well. Well, when we started, uh, we kind of addressed this subject. Okay. I said it's probably not going to start on time, but we'll get about ten games, and it'll drag into what we know is the bowl season from say. Thanksgiving to New Year's um, it'll take that long to get 10 games because it's not going to start on time was my prediction Mim says we're going to get about 2 to 6 games and then it's going to get shut down completely 
Yeah, I, and I can totally see that happening. I, I think a lot of it is it's going to come down to uh, it's going to come down to testing, you know, because these guys are going to have to get tested uh, weekly. It's going to it's going to get to that point. And that's going to be frustrating because, I mean, everybody who I've talked to, <laughs> unless this test becomes a little more of a cakewalk, this test is no joke for the average person who's not used to having you know that that long cotton swab uh go in places uh in, in the nasal passages and people aren't used to that people aren't ready for that so i mean unless there's a new there's gonna be a new way to to, to make testing a little bit uh a little bit easier on the body so to speak these guys are gonna have to make tests they're gonna have to get tested every other week every week this that whatever and we've got to make sure th these numbers stay down. And that's going to be the hard part because now you're asking these guys to basically stay in a bubble. You, and you're asking 18 to 22 year, old, 22 year old guys, okay, you can't do, you can't go anywhere. You have to be in this this group. That ain't happening. It's, let's let's all be honest. It's not going to happen. So um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a frustrating situation, not just for them, but for fans as well. But at the same time, a lot of these fans are of the mindset that you know it is what it is uh you know i i won't say who it was but i i spoke to a guy uh yesterday as a matter of fact who, who was telling me you know if, if, if i get corona you know so be it i'll fight it and that's not the attitude we should be having about some a disease or not a disease but an illness that's killing over a hundred thousand people so um you know it's it's a frustrating deal but at the same time we are we are so ingrained with our you can't tell me what to do attitude this is a free country i do what i want attitude that we're not looking big picture i, th I really feel like this could have been this could have been resolved a long 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 time ago if we'd have just stayed put everybody for for 14 to 21 days but as we know asking everybody to do the same thing yeah good luck with that it, it, it just ain't it's not gonna happen so uh yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. Like I said, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. But, um, you know, I, I fear that we're going to, uh, you know, if we have a season, it will definitely be shortened. But I'm I'm of the mindset where we may not have a 2020 season uh, just because nobody wants to abide by CDC regulations. No one wants to hear from anybody who has uh, medical medical sense. <laughs> But, uh, you know, that's just kind of how we as a people respond. That's how we react. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. And I, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. All right. Like, I will say this, that I don't... Actually, you're you're a mix of what both G and I have said. Um, I think that, as G told you, two to, two to six weeks, then it's, then we're going to go ahead and hit the, hit the pause button. And we're going to power it down and... Uh, we won't even see a jump shot out of uh, uh, basketball. Man, and no one's even talking about that right now. That's the crazy part. No one's. <laughs> well, well, I'm, I'm gonna throw some. I'm gonna throw something else at you, uh, uh, D. Angie, throw something else at you. Tell you speak along the lines of what people aren't thinking about. Here's why I say we're. Here's one of the reasons why I say I don't think we have a college football season. There's a very good chance you're not going to have a high school football season. Hmm. And, and and I'm in Texas, and that that's the last. 
<laughs> I mean, you, you might as well, if you say something like that to people on the street, you might as well curse at their mother and, and, and call their pastor the, the worst thing in, on the planet because this is life down here. You guys know that. I mean, this is life down here. Man. G, G tell, tell him about the 850. Tell him about yeah, the 850. Oh, 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 it's real, it's real there too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's real. It's, so, it's, you know, yeah. Texas, Florida, California, Ohio, Ohio, and Georgia, and Georgia. Uh-huh. And it's, it is real. It, it, Louisiana, right there with them, you know. But it, it's wow. I mean, just to 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 picture that there may not be a season okay. <laughs> in okay. any of those states. Be, be, because think about this, DNG. This is why I say this. They still don't know if these kids gonna be able to go to school. Mm-hmm. That's true. There is no way on earth, there is no way on earth that these superintendent, these electable, these elected uh, superintendents are going to put their cushy six-figure jobs on the line. No way. And okay, no way. And okay because I'm, here's the thing, because guess who <clears throat> ain't going to sign that waiver? Hmm. It ain't gonna be. I can't, there won't be one high school parent that signs a waiver absolving the county for for a lot not protecting his or her baby from playing football. Nah, that won't happen. Not at all. Can we be to, can we be totally honest with that one? Just to kind of piggyback off, there are, there are parents to this day who are hoping and praying that they get the opportunity. <laughs> And I hate to say this, but it's so true. They they're hoping that they get the opportunity to sue the district, just so they can be put in a situation. As right. crazy oh. as that is, it's facts, man. Oh yeah, I, I don't doubt. Heck, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that don't at doubt all. That. Don't doubt that at all. It's facts. I mean, it's 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 dark. It's dark as the day is long. But that is that is one hundred percent true, man. And, and oh, yeah. obviously, no one's gonna agree. To, no one's gonna put themselves out there and say, "Yeah, you know, I'm that parent," but. Let's let's keep it real, guys. That's gonna happen. It's gonna be some. It's gonna be some school districts getting sued. It is what it is. Yeah. So again, it's gonna be hard because now, and this is the part where I definitely wanted, where you know we wanted you to be on here. Now, how do you recruit a kid you ain't got no tape on? <laughs> this is an interesting question because uh, you know, as 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 good as some of these athletes are it's really going to affect this the, it's not going to affect the alabamas the clemsons the the the, the georgias of the world the, the texas the michigans it's not going to affect those the oklahomas it's going to affect these these lower tier school not lower tier but the schools that aren't quite the uh, the high fbs programs the uh you know the, some of the group of five programs so yeah. it's it's gonna it's gonna put these these coaches in a position where Huddle is going to have to be their best friend, and Huddle takes from junior year and sophomore mm-hmm. year. They're gonna have, they're gonna have to be the their 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 homework, their daily homework. And um, when a, if you ask a coach that that question, you know, how do you recruit them? A coach will look at you and say, "Oh, it's real easy. You know, we'll just pop, we'll, we'll pop tapes in. We understand what they got. It's our job to to make sure that we." Uh, just get the, the the most out of them and, and coach them the way that we know how. 
and 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 yeah that's gonna sound a little coach speak but you know what there's some truth in that if you've got the the coaching the coaching staff that can get it done but we also have to understand that in a lot of situations a lot of these athletes are choosing schools not just because uh, you know, of, of a school's prestige, not just because of, <laughs> of a winning group. They need to get on these campuses. They need, mm-hmm. they need to feel, I mean, especially in this day and age where uh, we've got a lot of the younger athletes who are starting to realize just how much power they have in, right. regard, in regards to um, I hear you, Mr. Six figure man mr seven figure man but the bottom line is you need me before i need you for the next four or five years and these kids absolutely these kids are starting to realize that so they need to get on campus they need to they need to understand uh what that fits like on campus they need to understand you know uh you know the opportunities that they get they need to know that they 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 feel comfortable on, on on campus and you can't do that with a virtual tour everything looks good it's all bells and whistles now with virtual tours and it's kind of like a it's kind of like a baby with keys you know what i'm saying you know you you, you jangle the little keys and the baby kind of ooh, ooh real nice real cool but these young men they all understand that now it, it's it's becoming a time where if i get to that campus and i just don't feel it there's nothing that anybody can do. There's nothing anybody can say. And I, I love that about these young guys because they're, they're starting to get it and they're taking advantage of this. You know, they're really looking at the opportunities and they're saying, hey man, this is a great school, but I just don't see myself there. And I respect right. that. I respect it because they're they're not just making a decision because of the 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 name on on the jersey or the or the the, the logo on a helmet, they're they're making an, a, a well informed decision. These athletes, most of the athletes, are always uh, uh, preach the forty year plan. You know, you go to school, uh, you go to school four or five years for a forty to fifty year uh, 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 investment, so to speak. Yeah, and then they're really starting to take that to heart, take it to consideration. So. Um, you can't make that real decision if you're not on campus and if you don't get an actual feel for the campus and if you don't actually feel comfortable on that campus. So, um, you know, this is gonna be fun for, to watch. Just, you know, for me as, a, as kind of the outsider looking in, gives me a chance to really see uh, not only what coach can really sell the program, but also just how uh, in, in intelligent our young guys are, our young student athletes are. So uh, it, it, it's going to be fun. But to answer your question originally, it's not going to be easy. We'll just keep it like that. For this, for <laughs> it is not going to be easy. But, you know, one thing we're going to notice, one thing we're going to notice, we're going to see a ton of decommitments. We're, we're going to see a ton of decommitments. So uh, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm a firm believer in that. So uh, stay tuned. I don't wish it on anybody. I don't want to see any any schools lose players. But we're going to see it. It's going to happen, especially if these kids are allowed to get on campus uh, a couple of months down the road. Right. Wow. I didn't think about that at all. Um, that's, that's the segue I needed right there, D. You did me uh, two songs. Uh, one, 
I will I will comment that what you're saying that you know they got to get a feel, get on campus. I hope wholeheartedly agree with that because we all know there is really three things, well about four things that really that really determine that athlete, uh, like if he's going to mesh well in that place. That's number one, that program, like that program, the atmosphere on campus, how much. How big them bags they dropping to their to yes. mom or they you know they ain't Clarice or their grandma, right? And then fourth, most importantly, who got the best white girls on campus? That's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty that's much here. the God's honest truth right there. Who got the best white girls on campus? <laughs> so I'm supposed to go next after that. Okay, wait. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I say I say that mostly just and just but not really. But the segue that I wanted, that you were getting onto when you were talking about these kids, um, their voices and who needs me and who, you know, you need me more than I need you. I purposely wanted to talk to you guys about how this is affecting uh, like this whole thing, police brutality, uh, these protests, uh, these college athletes' voices, particularly the coaches who stepped in it. I know this is going to be this is a lot, but try to condense this, be as brief as possible. Dabo, Gundy, <clears throat> Kirk Ferentz, and just to show you that I am not biased, Mike Norvell, a.k.a. White Mike. <laughs> that's what they call him because I don't know if you've ever seen that picture uh, Mike Norvell when he was playing ball in Texas he had cornrows yeah the picture with the cornrows I know what you're yeah, talking about yeah so they have, they have we have uh, tabbed him in FSU Twitter as White Mike <laughs> so <laughs> good lord okay alright um, so uh, yeah that's that's the real thing I mean and like literally people like when we refer to it we're just like man White Mike better do whatever it is. It's just, it's, it's just what it is. So, Gee, uh, um, this whole this whole police brutality stuff, man. These protests, and I'm seeing these college athletes, man. Because at FSU we had a thing, but um, like, what's what's what do y'all think about all this, man? I feel like it's waking them up, but at the same time, it's like. Why now? Like, what do what do y'all think's been going on this whole time? Like, you're telling me that all of Mike Gundy's players don't realize he's that dude. Like, I find that hard, very hard to believe. Um, <clears throat> at the same time, like you said, if they drop in the bags or is in the players' best interest to go ahead and play for the school or whatever, I get it. But I'm more proud of them for at least coming forward to say something. And I think that's a huge thing. Is because of the riots brutality and the way the spotlight is on the way minorities are treated i think they're feeling a little more comfortable more importantly feeling like they're not going to have a bunch of backlash or get mistreated if they come forward i think that's the main thing <clears throat> so it caused hubbard to speak up on gundy uh of course they called out the iowa strength coach and then norvell sold us a dream and the players called him out on it too uh, I just feel like now because of the spotlight they feel like they can come forward and say what they want and not get absolutely mistreated crucified or whatever on their own campus for doing so 
um, I'll, and I'll notice that you left off uh, Coach Martin Luther King quotes, but <laughs> but, but we'll let we'll, we'll, we'll let D go ahead and jump on this, man. Well, b- before I before I go, before I start, let me shout out. Let me shout out SMU, okay. And the uh, reason I say that is because from the jump, Sonny Dykes over in Dallas has been, a ch- he's really been championing, 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 I guess is the word, uh, just this, I, I don't want to call it a movement, but at the same time, he makes it a big priority, every priority possible to make sure that he is for his players, he's about his players, and he wants his players to understand that if they have an issue, then we have an issue. And I think that's the thing that I'm really noticed about this school here in Dallas. And I and I have to say that because there are so many people, this is before Sonny arrived uh, in 2018. There were so many people here who the only thing they knew about SMU is it's the private school in one of the most affluent areas in all of the Metroplex. They didn't know anything else about SMU football other than what we've seen on uh, 30 for 30, the Pony Excess. You know, they knew Eric Dickerson, they knew Craig James, and then they knew the death penalty. Did he well, kill Booker? Never mind. I'm Go sorry. Ahead. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Craig James, did he actually kill a hooker? Hey, man, that's something you got to ask him, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to ask Craig, man. All right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to stick with this te- with this current team here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, when 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 we talk about them, man, there there is such a change in how things are, 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 are seen. And this group, this current group of, of, of Mustangs, you know, we love that we love to say the words, you know, they're woke. Well, this is a woke bunch. This is a woke right. bunch, top to bottom, uh, all colors, all genders, all creeds, all orientation. This is a woke bunch. And obviously there, there's still room for improvement for them, but there's room for improvement for everybody. But I have to shout them out. Now, when we talk about just athletes in general, and we're talking about just, you know, uh, what they're looking for. Obviously, these guys want to go to a school where they feel like their voices are going to be heard. And they want they want their coaches to have their backs. And I think that's the thing. That's the that's the one. And, uh, you know, we, we talked about, um, you know, uh, the Gundy and, 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 and Hubbard situation, you know, it's a bad move. It's really a bad move on 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 Gundy's part just to wear that T-shirt. Uh, that, I don't know what he was thinking, but that just it, it, it wasn't a good move at all. And um, you know, Hubbard called him out. Uh, still, some people who are upset about the simple fact that Hubbard apologized before Gundy. Um, right. But you know, ultimately, it, it it appears as though they're on the same page now. So now it's all about a learning experience, and it's all about getting better and improving for the long run. If if we can see improvement, and I think this is what a lot of these young, the young athletes are looking at, they know 
deep down, they know that we're, we still have a long, long way to go when, when, when it oh. comes to just you know, living in the land of milk and honey. That is, it's not going to happen today. It's not going to happen next week. But if we can continue going forward versus taking three steps backward, five steps backward, I think that's something that these guys are, are, are definitely paying attention to. So you want to see them make the the great the, you obviously want to see them make the greatest decisions for themselves and you want to see them in a position to where uh, they're not only going to grow as an athlete they're not only going to grow as a player but they know that somebody's going to have their back somebody of importance every coach not just your position coach your head coach your strength and conditioning coach uh, the director of video everybody it's going to have your back and if that if, if, if those people aren't in that camp then we're going to see more of what's going on in Iowa. We're going to see more of what's happening at, at, at you know some of these other places where hey, you're either you're either with us or you're against us. There's there's no gray area. So um, I look at this that these next few months as an opportunity for coaches to really uh, show themselves as genuine individuals versus car salesmen. You know what I'm saying? We've got, yes, we've got a lot of coaches who, who can, can sell water to a drowning man. We've got a lot of coaches out there. But this is it's not the time for that. It isn't the time for that. These coaches need to they need they need to just put everything aside. You're either going to be that guy to where you have your players back, or you're gonna be that guy who has your beliefs and you're gonna stand by them. And but obviously that's not how this is gonna work. I would love to see that though, but you know, I I'll say this: We, you know, we had some people angry with with Mike Pence, uh, Vice President Mike Pence, uh, about his comments regarding, uh, you know, he just, you know, can't he can't feel saying Black Lives Matter. However, it was however it was uh, it was actually quoted. You know, I don't want to misquote anybody, but the bottom line is, and the perception was, he just wasn't feeling Black Lives Matter when he feels all lives matter. There's some people who are real upset with him about that. But then there's some folks who appreciate him because of his honesty. And they might not even like him as a person, but they appreciate the fact that, you know what? At least he's not hiding him. At least he's not trying to sell me uh, a dream. And I think that's what a lot of these athletes want. They want somebody who's going to, they want you to be straight up. Don't sell me a dream just to get me on campus. And then I find out for you to be uh, phony and fraud. Uh, a year or two later. So um, again, but these guys are—they're they're young, they're intelligent, and they—you they, know—it's—it's it's like the blinders are no longer on, no longer uh, no longer available now. They, these guys see everything, and they're starting to understand it. You know, they're—they're they're, tuned into current events, and they—they uh, they know what they want. So you know, I commend these young guys, and I'm looking forward to seeing how they ultimately, um, you know. How they ultimately take recruiting, you know. So, um, um, you know, let 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 let's let's play on, game on. I mean, yeah, straight up, I I agree. I think these I think these kids want actually no different from I think what what the adults in their lives or any other person on earth really want, and that's somebody to be authentic with them. I mean, yes. To operate yes. from a place where, like, hey, if I choose to come here, at least I know what I'm getting myself into. Versus, like, you know, the old uh, Malcolm X, you know, bamboozle, hoodwink, let us stray, you know. So um, that, 
and I'll know and and what is not lost upon me is the fact that you too D sales decided to not address coach Martin Luther King quotes <laughs> <laughs> and since you guys wouldn't I will I'm gonna let you have it now I'm gonna say this up front this is coming from two places one one place it is just as someone that is just sitting here watching how things go and has been on this earth long enough to know a thing or two about a thing or two and the other is coming from a place of 100% pettiness because I am an FSU fan but the one thing is consistent about me is I don't like phonies and I don't like backhand compliments and in my opinion I do not know this individual but I believe he is both tell you why the one consistent thing about coach Martin Luther King quotes is when the natives aka the football players or any issue that is sensitive or close to them when they start rumbling the, he uses the old playbook he used I like to call it the Pied Piper he's the Pied Piper and one thing that uh, people who aren't genuine in, in listening to what uh, black Americans have to say and they and they're not re- they really don't care they just want you to just chill out and not burn stuff they start doing the Pied Piper you know what the Pied Piper is it, that's the song of Martin Luther King quotes. <laughs> it's to pacify you, you people who hot under the collar about how about the situation and how things may be. And the one thing we start preaching is love, love from you, the people who are affected by this, that are oppressed, not love from the people who have done the thing. Mm-mm. No, no, no. We can't do that because we have to say Martin Luther King this, Martin Luther King that. But you never seem to have those. You never really seem to have that message in the pulpit in the old white church. Mm-mm. Never have that one there. <laughs> Only when the natives are present in the rumble. So here's why I say this the back. That's the backhand compliment. Here's why I say it's the phoniness. Whether or not, if the, how the story comes out that the coach, uh, let me be clear for those who are listening. Apparently there was a coach who had said the N-word back to a player because the, the coach was trying to show that black player how stupid or how bad it looked for him to use that language by repeating it back to him, calling him that, that if I have that correct. Then it comes back out a little later on that when certain people, certain VIPs or, or people, you know, people of interest were coming through the facilities, Coach Martin Luther King quotes apparently said, I don't want to hear, you know, talking about the music. I don't want to hear all the N-word this, N-word that. Didn't say N-word, said this. He said, you know what I'm talking about. So, here is why I think this is really interesting that no one, not necessarily, not 
you know, YouTube. But everyone is just glossing this over. No one is talking about this. Now, if that was Saban, if that was Saban, man, this would be on everything. As a matter of fact, I would tell you to take out your driver's license because it'd be on that too. <laughs> it would be on everything. But here's the thing. I'll tell you why it's not on everything. Because we, College Football Nation, we dislike Saban so much. We're going to let that slide. We're going huh. to let that slide because we don't like to say the friend, the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And I'm trying to tell you, I've said this not because I am a Florida State fan and I, I don't like Clemson. But I'm telling you, I've said this for long. That guy has never been what they've told me he was. And I've just noticed every time the natives get restless, as sure as the sun comes up in the morning where you're from, there will be an MLK quote. <laughs> now, when people hear this, they're going to get at me and I, I, I totally get it. I'm not saying that this man is an evil man. I am saying that in the in the movie House Party 3, Michael Corey said, I don't trust nobody except my mama. And even with her, I cut the deck. <laughs> that is how I feel about that individual. Could be a great person, but I don't think he, I, I, he's just one of those people, I believe. I don't think he's necessarily like trying to deceive you, but I think he's a person that because I came from supposedly nothing, you should be able to come from supposedly nothing in the place of love. Because you don't, here's what you don't say. We don't have a race problem, we have a sin problem. Now, look at that. Let's examine that. He, we're sitting here telling you that there's police brutality. And not necessarily that like, hey, police, all police hate black people. We're just saying that there's a system in place that does not admonish or hold accountable police who do things to to people beyond what should be their scope specifically and particularly and especially people of color and the people of color are telling you that so what you tell them nah what you're seeing is not what you're saying it's a sin problem Hold on. I'm telling you what my problem is, and you telling me my problem ain't my problem. There it is. <laughs> that there it is right there. Yes, sir. So, I'm gonna let you finish though. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry to be long on this, but that's why I just always find it, I always find it funny, particularly from uh TMCN. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I call them TMCN, you know. Y'all may know him as ESPN. Not a word. Not a word. Now, mind you, mind you, DeAndre Francois got caught with a little fleck of weed. That ran pretty much every day for about three days. 
Right. DeAndre Francois, a little speck of weed, three days. Uh, Mr. Mr. Values, Mr. We Need More Love, supposedly fostered a environment that did not punish coaches from using language that way. Didn't hear much about it. And mind you, remember what happened to Jim Trestle, the, the last Mr. Values. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about Trestle. Yeah, but anyway, that's that's so. So D, G, would y'all like? Would y'all like to? I mean, y'all like to respond to that? No, I'll say this, bro. You've been super consistent with your specific criticism of him and that for quite some time. Uh, I will say, um, <clears throat> Jalen Rose got at him pretty good on one of the shows I was watching. Yeah. He pretty much said the same thing you said. He's like, I've been watching you, waiting to see what you would do, and you're not saying anything. Um, what's old boy's name? Uh, the bald SEC guy, Feinbaum? Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> tore, he, he tore Gundy up last week, bro. He tore him up like, I don't know why he still has a job. Because, you know, when, uh, when the corona first started, he was like, we need to hurry up and get the athletes back on the field. Like how he's been sensitive to the dangers and whatever. They tore him a new one too. So it's not going completely unnoticed, but it's not getting the attention it should. That's a fact. But you've been consistent in your criticism of, of Dabo from the beginning. <clears throat> I don't really have an argument with it or with you about him specifically. I just think it's kind of funny the way because you never as you can see you never let that slide <laughs> ever I, I, I'm and and as, as you talk about fine bum fine bum I will say this um, I, I don't ex- I, I I am not shocked that he went after Gundy I would be shocked if he went after Dabo because Dabo is right because he was Bama yeah Dab- Dabo is, is is the flagship's kill his heel and Oklahoma State is nothing compared to yeah, doesn't surprise me. But anyway, uh, D. I wanted to just focus on one thing that you mentioned. Um, you talked about, and this is not just with one coach, just for what it's worth. But you you talked about how you have some coaches out there who are trying to basically. Tell an athlete that this isn't a problem, but this is. You know, X isn't a problem, but Y is. And my question has always been, how is, how can anybody, how can any coach, how can any booster, how can any uh, teacher, educator, whatever, how can anybody tell somebody who is feeling a certain type of way, how can you tell them that their problem is not a problem. And I think right. that's, that's always been the thing with me. Um, you, you said that and I, I instantly just, uh, <laughs> that, that, that caught me right there because I think that's, that's the, that's the biggest problem with, with what we what we're going on with what this world is right now. There's so many people out there who just, they, they want to talk, but no one wants to listen. Exactly. 
nobody wants to listen. And we have so many athletes out there. And since, since we're since we're discussing athletes, we're not going to talk about uh, uh, you know with this being racial issues, even though you know it is what it is. But there's so many people out there who have so many different issues, and so many folks who are supposed to be listening are really quick to sweep them under the rug. They're really quick to say. You know, I, I I don't know if that's a if that's really a concern. I think you're up, I think you're more upset with. No, you can't tell me what I'm more upset with. I'm, I told you what I'm upset with. Right. Your problem is you're either you know you 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 rather than choosing to to sympathize or empathize. Your problem is you want to now dictate how I feel. Right. Absolutely. And nobody nobody wants to to discuss how. By simply sympathizing or empathizing versus dictating, do you realize how how many, how many issues can be resolved? How how much tension can how much fewer tension we can have as 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 people in general if people just sat down and shut up for a couple minutes, keeping it real, just sit and listen to to, yep. to a player's issues, listen to what's going. You know, Title Nine was 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 actually made you know for one of these reasons to give you to give you know opportunity to express yourself and an opportunity to to let people understand that there are some issues that a lot of people do not uh, a lot of people do not recognize a lot of people do not understand and there's some folks who just don't want to hear it but people need to start listening they need to start understanding that your issues your problems may not be the problems of the person standing next to you there's, you know, the, the 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 term first world problems was made for a reason, and people need to understand that. So, once you said that, that's what stuck with me. Um, you know, uh, you know, I think G mentioned it that you know that you you have been pretty consistent uh, with 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 your pew, with your your opinions, your views. But the the way I look at this, the minute you said what you said about just you know. Uh, uh, you know, having the issues and, you know, your, you know, addressing the issues versus telling people what their issues are. That's spot on. To me. So yeah. that's, that's a show in itself, but you know, we, we, we can't do that right now. So we'll, <laughs> so I'll fall back and, and uh, let, let the show yeah. continue. I, I, yeah. I was going to say, I would agree. Um, but j- just to be clear, I'm not a person that just automatically goes for people's jobs. And I think that y'all know me well enough you know up in the group that i'm not the one like oh yeah fire him and all i'm usually kind of like yo now i'll say something like oh yeah he ain't gonna survive that but that's not me claiming for people's jobs so let me just let me be clear about that but i will say this i think it's telling and i hope that some of these woke uh these uh woke kids are watching that more importantly i hope the parents the parents are. yes the okay. parents of the parents are watching this because I, and I've got it on I've gone on record gee you know me and I, I'll tell you I want every five star I want every four star every three star black kid to go to an HBCU I want every last one of them because I want to build that up and get those institutions the wealth and all that other stuff that comes along with it build those institutions up and you have that experience on campus. Maybe not with, maybe you don't have the, some of the things that go along with that, but that's another story. 
and I'm not gonna get into that uh, too deep. But um, this thing has run, it ran extremely long, but it has been great. I promise you this, I'm more than likely gonna have to cut this in half, but um, I wanna just thank uh, D for jumping on here. I know you're a busy person. And uh, man, like, bruh, I have two more subjects that I want you to be on. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, it's going to go along the late, same lines we're talking about these athletes. And because um, you know a lot of stuff behind the scenes that that the average cast like myself may not see and may not know without necessarily revealing anything that I don't want to get anybody in trouble, you know, but I think you're a great source for that. And uh, I w- there's a couple more subjects I want to have you on. And I'm here for you. I'm here for you, man. I appreciate it. And as usual, my boy G Mac, aka Calvin from Two Two Seven, he always, <laughs> always brings it. And uh, go ahead and hop, go ahead and holla at you, holla people. G, give, give him a send off. Uh, y'all stay tuned, man. We got more to come. We fine tuning this joint. We got several intelligent fellas that can 